Welcome to a new episode of the NACF Podcast. On today's episode, Pastor Nighty M. Parson talks about having a deeper relationship with God, a deeper walk with God. Not just being a surface level Christian. Coming up. Staying in the shallow end of life is the greatest crime that you can commit against yourself against humanity and against your God. Come on out here in the deep with God. Come on out here. Get far from the shallow. Put the best out, pull the best out of you. Do something important and great with your life because shallow people become useless. Before we go into our giving, we have a wonderful, wonderful testimony by one of our own that lets you know how good God has been to her. Go ahead and put your hands together and welcome to the stage our own Andrea Hunter. Amen. Amen. Thank you all. Good afternoon. When I was asked to share my tithing testimony, I got a little nervous because I don't like to, you know, be up front, people looking at me. And I'm always cautious because the Bible says for us to not let our left hand know what our right hand is doing. So I went into prayer. How do you want me to, what you want me to share? So I'm going to share what I was given. It's brief, but I'm going to share it. The scripture that came to me was, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, from Psalms 23 and 1. It came to mind, and I stand on that scripture because it's so true. God has shown me time and time again that he's my provider in every way. The benefits of tithing are more than financial. Because I tithe, my family has been blessed with healings, protection, peace of mind in the midst of chaos, trials, and tribulations. Amen. There are a number of examples I could share uh, to demonstrate how my family has benefited from tithing, but for the sake of uh, time, I'll keep it brief. In 2014, I moved me and my two youngest children from South Carolina to Las Vegas without a job. And because I resigned from my job in South Carolina, I didn't qualify for unemployment. I was out of work for six months, but I tell you God is good and he is faithful. We didn't miss a meal and we had a roof over our heads. We were living with my best friend at the time. That's how we found New Antioch Christian Fellowship. Amen. Um, When we started coming to New Antioch, um, I started tithing on the small stipend I was receiving for my children. Um, And in January 2015, I found a job. Working 15 hours a week, no benefits. Mm, But I tell you, God is grateful. God, God is faithful, and I was grateful for the job, so I tithed on my earnings. As little as they were, I tithed, and within six months, I was hired on full-time. Increased my tithing, and because I learned what Pastor Parson is always saying, you can't beat God giving, I kept giving. And in 2017, I wanted to buy a house, but I knew again, you know, one income, you need more money if you're going to buy a house, right? But I was blessed with a new position, same company, and I was able to buy a house without getting a second job. I'm grateful, grateful, grateful that I'm able to provide for my family. And I'm grateful that I'm able to tithe because God has provided for us. He provides a covering over my family that is priceless. I encourage all of you to tithe consistently because the benefits are far greater than anything we can give. And we really are just giving him back what he's given us anyway. Amen. We got to celebrate what God is doing for somebody else. Amen. Ha. Hallelujah. This is your time to give. This is your time to give in worship. We have plenty of different ways of giving 
here at the house of here at the house of Antioch. We want to give you the first way, which is going online to our website, which is newantioch-aliante.org. And you can go online and you can press the donate button there and you can give that way, tithe that way. You can give that way. It's such an exciting time. Or you can give the way that I give. I love it because it's almost instantaneous. You can give by text, by texting one word, New Antioch, to 77977. Or if you'd like to just go ahead and go through the post mail, you can go ahead and mail that into 2550 Nature Park Drive. That's Suite 100, North, uh, North Las Vegas, 89084. Those are the ways that you can give here and get in on some of this good old testimony having. That was a wonderful testimony, Andrea. Right now, as you give, we want to pray over the giving. And we want to thank God for the giving. But before we pray, we want to give you another way that you can bless this house and bless your community. We are still in our rally, everyone. We are still in our rally, everyone. Somebody's excited because they got plan giving on their heart. We are, somebody's excited because they, God is blessing them over and abundantly. Right now, we are giving the year 2021. It should be on your screen. There are many ways to give. We even broke it down in numbers for weeks if you ain't got a calculator nearby. But there are plenty of ways to give. Get on the list, grab your number, and get to giving. We are giving the year. It is our opportunity to help the church get through the harder months on down the year. So we just ask that you go ahead and let God bless you and plan for God to give through you and through your household. Amen? Let us pray. God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the giving. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the givers. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the hands that will be blessed by their giving, God. Let them know that they do not give in vain. Let them know that they give on good ground. Let them know that they are putting it in good hands that will bless the community, that will bless your people. We are here to save souls. We are here to meet Jesus. We are here to change lives. We are here to transform peoples. We are here to find purposes. We are here to change communities, God. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for that. We thank you, Lord, for every giver, even the ones who wanted to give but had not to give, God. Bless them. Let them know that they can give in their capacity because you will bless it at their measure, God. If it's two pennies, God, you will bless it, God. If it's 10 cent, God, you will bless it, God. If it is a thousand dollars, God, you'll bless it, God. If it's a hundred thousand, God, you'll bless it, God. Because you said if you give to the storehouse, you will open heaven and it will pour out a blessing that we are unable to receive, God. So we thank you, Lord, for the givers. We thank you, Lord, for the hands that they are giving into. All these things we pray in your precious son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody know what the, the universal sign of surrender is? Anybody know the universal sign of surrender? Hallelujah. Give myself away. I surrender all. Withholding nothing. I give up, God. I give up. I give up. I give up. I give up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I surrender. I surrender. I'm not fighting you anymore. No argument for me. I surrender. Amen. God bless you. God bless all of you that are here today. And I, our coaches are in the house. Coaches, are you in the house? 
Amen. This is our Sunday that every third Sunday we're going to bring all the coaches in. For those of you who don't know, I'm still recruiting coaches. I need about eight more from Aliante Church. Um, and what we're doing is God, God wants us to uh, make sure that we are connecting to people, and discipling people. And so he told me to put together coaches from each church that will take one person and will walk with them through this year and teach them something that you already know how to do. And if nothing else, to teach them how to walk with God. And so as we're walking with God this year as our theme, if, if you don't have anything else to teach them, just take them with you and walk with God. Uh, but some of you will be teaching about finances. Some of you will be sharing about your ministry. Some of you will be sharing about being a parent, uh, about how to be a man of God, how to be a woman of God, how to be a wife, uh, how to be a teacher. There's so many things that we know that we need to pass on, amen, that we have that significance. We should be changing somebody, helping somebody uh, to meet Jesus, change their life, and find their purpose. And so I do have a special word. Uh, for the coaches every third Sunday, but it'll be something that'll bless everybody. And so we thank God for all of our visitors that are here, for those that are visiting for the first time or coming back to see us. We're glad to see you this morning. And there is a word from the Lord. We have not completely opened our services up yet, um, but uh, we're about ready to. Amen. We can take a few more people. So uh, we told our coaches to come on today and slowly we'll be building up our uh, uh, our our attendance uh, and be able to still um, socially distance social distance everybody those that are listening by uh, broadcast those coaches that uh, didn't feel comfortable coming out yet we certainly understand nobody's trying to die from this virus uh, but I will say that if you're not comfortable coming to church then I believe you're not comfortable going anywhere What I don't quite understand is that you're comfortable going to the beauty shop and the barbershop and, and, and hey, I do, where's Marias? I do need y'all, if, you know, if you're comfortable, I do need y'all to go to the barbershop. <laughs> you're comfortable going to the store, you're comfortable going to the restaurant, but you're just not comfortable when it comes to coming to church. I don't quite understand that. But if you're not going anywhere else, then please, please don't come until you feel comfortable because we are not trying to check up out of here because of something that we could have prevented. So I do understand that. Uh, and so those of you that are listening, the word is for you today. But we are slowly uh, going to come back and uh, get back to life. Uh, probably not as usual, but matter of fact, I don't even want it to be as usual. We want something greater. We want something, uh, as you hear today, deeper. So let's go to Matthew chapter 14, verse 28 through 31, and then Luke chapter 5, verses 4 through 6. It will be there for you on the screen in the New International Version of our scriptures, and it is our custom here in New Antioch to stand for the reading of the Word of God. Is there for you on the screen? Let's read together Matthew chapter 14, starting at verse 28. Let's read. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, 
tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? Luke chapter 5, verse 4. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and have caught nothing. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. Our topic this afternoon is far from the shallow now. Far from the shallow now. Some of you may already recognize the song. It's in the remake of the movie, A Star is Born. And the two main characters are falling in love with each other, but the journey that they go on together is filled with trauma and drama mixed with success and failures. One of them is addicted to alcohol and drugs, but they both are addicted to love. As Medea would say, love is an addiction. And they've both been looking for a love like this. So they sing a song about it, and it becomes the focal song of the movie. So I suspect some of you have heard the song Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. And the song talks about wanting more and needing a change and taking a chance on this relationship. So the chorus of the song says, I'm off the deep end. Watch as I dive in. I'll never meet the ground. Crash through the surface where they can't hurt us. We're far from the shallow now. Well, God is calling us out of the shallow into the deep end. So many of us have a shallow relationship with God. We, we serve him on the surface. We serve him where it's safe. We do all of our religious stuff, and we're involved to a certain extent. And some people will never move spiritually beyond the point where they can still touch the ground. And think, think of it as being at the beach and getting into the water. If you walk in deep enough, you'll get to the point where your feet no longer touch the ground. That's the deep end. Spiritually, there is a deep end. In the deep end, you don't have as much control. In the deep end, you do things that you need God for. In the deep end, you're just out there. And, and if God doesn't step in, there's nothing you can do. In the deep end, you have to trust him. In the deep end. You can't always trace him in the deep end. You can't always get your footing. When you're in the deep end, you're in over your head. Oh, but you have more power in the deep end. 
You have a strong relationship with God there. You're more influential there. You're filled with his spirit and you're walking in victory. You're handling everything that comes your way. You're doing great things. You're bringing about good results. You're moving in purpose and on purpose. Oh, you're moving in purpose and on purpose. You're chosen. You're extraordinary. You're being used to change someone's life. You're somebody's U-turn. You're somebody's shift. You're an answer to somebody's prayer. You're saving lives and you're affecting generations. The Jesus in you is still saving and healing and speaking the truth and loving and leading and praying and giving. You're doing the work of the kingdom. You're serving the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. You have an internal, you have an eternal impact when you're on the deep end. You're walking with God in the deep end. God is not shallow. God is deep. Romans 11.33 says, oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay them? For from him and through him and for him are all things and to him be the glory forever. God is deep. Ephesians 3.17 says, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ. Somebody say, God is deep. Proverbs 25 and 2 says, it's the glory of the Lord to conceal a matter. It's to search it out is the glory of kings. You, God is deep. Uh, Isaiah said it like this. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. He's not superficial. God is deep. And if you're going to walk with him, you have to be willing to give up the shallow. He wants to take you places. Beyond the mundane, beyond the average. He wants you to walk with him beyond just being at the top of the bottom. Or being the best of the worst. Or even beyond being at the bottom of the top. Or being the worst of the best. He wants to walk with you beyond being run of the mill. Mediocre. Insignificant. That also ran. He wants to, you to walk with him beyond that lazy person's cop out. You know, lacking the guts to take a stand in life. Living by default. He's sending this word so you can walk with him beyond being a person who takes up space for no purpose. Taking the trip through life but never paying the fare. Returning no interest for God's investment in you. Passing your life away with time. Rather than passing your time away with life. Killing time. Rather than working it to death. Some of y'all just killing time. But God is calling you to work it to death. Are you going to follow him out of the shallow end of life? 
out of a shallow relationship with him, out of a shallow spiritual life. They say that the successful are remembered for their contributions. The failures are remembered because at least they tried. But the shallow, the average, the silent majority, they're typically just forgotten. Staying in the shallow end of life is the greatest crime that you can commit against yourself, against humanity, and against your God. They say that the graveyard is the richest place in the world. For all the bestsellers that were never written, all the inventions that were never manufactured, all the platinum songs that were never recorded, all the landmarks that were never built, all the art that was never presented, all the programs that were never put on, all the trophies and the prize monies that was never won because you didn't even show up for the game. You cannot accept being shallow. It's an insult to your God. Don't accept being a sorry version of you. Don't accept being a sorry version of you. There's a lot of versions of you that you can be. Why accept being the sorry one? Let me say that to the camera. Don't accept. Being a sorry version of you. Come on out here in the deep with God. Come on out here. Get far from the shallow. Put the best out. Pull the best out of you. Do something important and great with your life. Because shallow people become useless. Living life for nothing. And I'm not just talking about money and making money and having a great job and buying a big house and, and driving. I'm not talking about that. Because you can be successful and be useless. You can be rich and be useless. You can be saved and be useless. You can have a title, a position, a degree, a marriage, and a family and still be useless. What are you good for? If you don't spend your life doing your best in serving people and expanding the kingdom of God, then you're useless. And I want a significant life. I want my life to have meant something. I want to leave a legacy that I led someone to Christ, to change, and to purpose. That someone became more than they would have been or they did more than they would have done had I not been in their life. So I'm going to walk with God. I don't know about you, but I'm off the deep end. I'm off the deep end. So watch as I dive in. I'll never meet the ground. Crash through the surface where the devil can't hurt us. I'm far from the shallow now. I'm in deep. Now, I don't want you to say that to people, but some of y'all still shallow, and I don't want you to lie this morning. But say it in your heart if you really mean it. I really mean it, girl. I'm in deep. I'm in deep. So coaches, men and women of God, the called, the chosen, the anointed, and the appointed. Those with an assignment to join in the activities of God in this world. Those of you who say, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. Those who hear the voice, the voice, the voice, the voice, the voice, the voice. Those who hear the voice of God saying, walk this way. Walk this way. 
at the end of this message, I want all of you to be able to declare, I'm off the deep end. Watch as I dive in. I'll never meet the ground. Crash through the surface where they can't hurt us. I'm far from the shallow now. I want all of you to be able to say, I'm in deep. So in our text, we find two encounters between Jesus and Peter. Simon Peter. Now what's interesting is the places Jesus chose to challenge Peter. Twice, Jesus challenges Peter on water. Twice, he calls Peter out of the shallow into the deep on the water. Peter was a fisherman by trade, so water was his way of life. And Jesus calls him to a deeper faith, to a deeper walk with him from the place that he was most familiar. That lets me know that Jesus will meet us where we are. He knows how to get his point across. He knows how you think. He knows what you love. He knows how to get you to understand him. So he has these encounters with Peter on the water. But I also see something else in him using water to stretch Peter. Water is what Peter would have thought he knew better than most people. Yet Jesus challenges him to experience some things that go counter to what he knows. As we walk with God, he begins to take you on this journey of spiritual growth. And we might find that he's challenging us in what we think we know. So in one experience, Jesus asked Peter to defy what he knows about how to fish, where the fish are, and what time the fish going to be out there. He says, Peter, go fishing again, but this time deeper, far from the shallow. Peter replies, uh, Master, we have worked hard all night and have, haven't caught anything. He's being challenged about what he thinks he knows. <laughs> Walking deeper with God, Agatha, will challenge what you think you know. He challenges me psychologically because that's what I think I know. Some of you will be challenged with your money because that's your thing. And that's what you think you know. Some of you will be challenged to walk deeper on your job. Because that's what you think you know. Some in your relationships, some in your physical, physical body, whatever it is you think you know. God will put you through some challenges to do things that don't make sense according to what you think you know. So he challenges Peter on the water. He says, put out or launch out into the deep to walk this way walk deep walk deep come far from the shallow and walk deep deep let me ask you a question do you have to do everything halfway 
Do you have to do everything halfway? Some of us do everything halfway. You don't try to do anything in excellence. And I hope this sermon sends a conviction into your heart that this one thing, this walk with God, is something that you will decide not to do halfway. Somebody say, walk deep. Don't you want your spouse to be deeply in love with you? Or are you content with being loved halfway? You love me halfway. Love me Monday and Tuesday. You can ignore me the rest of the week. Don't you want the one who loves you to be deeply committed? Or are you okay with them being committed halfway? I won't cheat on you six months out the year. And then the other six months, you know, that's halfway. If you had cancer, would you want the surgeon to be shallow? Or do you want him or her to go deep and get all of it? I need you to get all of this. Want no surgeon to say, you know, I'll just skim a little off the top. If your dentist said, we need to do a root canal, but I'm just going to stay on the surface. It's not going to solve your problem, but it will be easier. <laughs> no, you want the dentist to go deep. If we're going to do this at all, I need you to go deep. Well, let me, let me get to your money, folks. It's tax time. If there's some deductions that's going to put some money back in my pocket, I do not want my tax guy to do a superficial job. I need my tax man to go deep. I want you to find every deduction, every rule, every break. I need you to go deep. Don't do my taxes superficially. If I'm in trouble and my life is on the line, I need a defense attorney that's going to go deep. I need him to find the evidence. I need him to look again. I need him to talk to these witnesses. I need you to find a way to get me my life back. You don't want those that you love or those that serve you to be superficial with you. So why is it okay for you to be superficial with God? Somebody say walk deep. Get far from the shallow. Give God your best effort. Know him. Love him. Study him. Be filled with him. Walk with him. Go where he's going. Sign up for the whole adventure. Don't be shallow, superficial, insignificant. And just I'm just going to make it to the pearly gates by the skin of my teeth kind of Christian. Walk deep and take somebody with you. Take someone with you. There are amazing places in God. Don't leave all this goodness and greatness and supernatural experience on the table. Walk this way. Walk deep. Walk daring. Walk daring. We got any daredevils in the house? Walk, walk, walk daring. I see one. Walk, walk daring. So the next time Peter's challenged on the water is in the middle of a storm. They look up and Jesus is coming to them walking on the water. But this time, this challenge is actually Peter's idea. And I got to give Peter props here. He wanted to walk with God. 
Even if it meant walking out on water and getting into the deep, he wanted to walk with God. And he's out here. He's far from the shallow now. This walk would be daring. And I think Jesus got a kick out of Peter. I think Jesus delights in sharing his power with us. He loves crazy faith. Oh, God loves crazy faith. It, it shows him that we appreciate and we celebrate who he is when we have crazy faith. It shows him that we know him. The Bible says that the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. And in my sanctified imagination, I think when Jesus told Peter to come, it was more like, come on out on this water, I dare you. Because I don't know if Peter really meant that. Or if, he, or if Peter was just doing his usual, you know Peter's usual. He opened his mouth before he put his mind in gear. He did that all the time. He, he always just opened his mouth. You don't know what was going to come out. So I don't know if Peter really had thought through that. I don't know if he had processed the situation. But he's going to open his mouth and say, if that's you, Jesus, I, I, I want to come out on the water and walk with you. But Jesus called his bluff. Come on out to this deep. I dare you. In your giving, come on out into the deep. Give more than you ever imagined giving. I dare you. In ministry, do more than you ever imagined doing. I dare you. In education, get a degree at a level that you never imagined achieving. I dare you. In marriage, love in a way that you could have never imagined loving somebody. I dare you. In business, open up that business that you never believed you could really work. I dare you. In this walk with God, there will be some things that he would love to see you do. That he would love to see you through. He would love to do through you if you would just dare to do it. Peter. You can walk on water if you would just dare to do it. Elijah, you can bring down fire from heaven if you would just dare to do it. Moses, you can open a sea up if you would just dare to do it. David, you could kill a giant if you would dare to do it. Deborah, you can lead a nation if you would dare to do it. Esther, you can save a nation if you would dare to do it. Solomon, you can build a temple. Noah, you can build an ark. Joshua, you can bring down walls. Paul, you can write for the church of the future. John, you can see the church in the future. If you would just dare to do it. My brothers and my sisters, you can see people saved and healed and set free and transformed and brought into purpose and destiny. If you would just dare to do it. You can do great exploits if you walk this way. Walk deep, walk daring, walk doubting. Walk doubting. Wait, um, that doesn't line up with scripture. Because didn't you say that we're not supposed to doubt and that 
It means being double-minded, and a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And so that man shouldn't expect to get anything from the Lord. Didn't you say that without faith it's impossible to please you? Didn't you say that if only we would ask, not doubting in our hearts, we could have whatever we say? So why would you tell me to tell these people that they're supposed to walk doubting? When I'm preaching, James, and I hear something that's not supported by Scripture, then I say, I heard you wrong. And, and so, God, um, all the rest of it made sense, but how am I going to tell them to walk doubting? Line up with the Scripture. So he took me back to the Scriptures. He took me back to the text. And when I read the text, Barbara, Peter doubted both times. One time he said, Master, we have worked all night long and haven't caught nothing. And you. And the other time, he walked on water, he saw the winds and the waves, and he began to seek, and Jesus called him, and Jesus asked him, why did you doubt? Jesus said he doubted. But this man, Jackie, got two miraculous experiences, even though he doubted. Explain, Lucy. Lucy, you got some explaining to do. That's for old people. Y'all don't remember I love Lucy them. Explain, Lucy, because there seems to be a contradiction here. Well, first of all, doubting in your head is not the same as doubting in your heart. You have a human nature that runs all kinds of things through your head. Okay, everybody acting brand new. Give me some folk that, that have that all kind of stuff runs through your head. God is looking for heart faith. He knows that we're going to have human, limited, flesh and blood, logical thoughts in our head. But faith, like love, is not always emotional. It's volitional. Remember, I was talking to y'all about love a few weeks ago, right? I said, God-like love is not an emotion, it's a decision. Well, God-like faith isn't always a feeling. Sometimes it's an action. It's not emotional, it's volitional. You can have an emotional faith and really believe something in your head and in your heart, but faith without the works that demonstrates that faith is dead because the Bible says that too. The Bible says that we are to show our faith by our works. And that the, basically the presence of doubt doesn't always mean a lack of faith. It just means you got some stuff running through your head. But you show your faith by your works. So keep walking into the deep 
in. Even if your mind tells you that this don't make any sense. Keep diving into the deep end. Even if your, even if your mind is in a panic. Keep daring to do what God is saying. Even when your mind is telling you that this is ridiculous. Your mind may be doubting, but walk anyway. In other words, sometimes you got to walk doubting. You got to do it afraid. You have to apply even though you know you don't qualify. You have to start even though you have no idea how you going to finish. I got to say that to myself. You got to start building. You got to start that direct. Even though you don't know how you going to finish, you got to, you have to push that door even though you know you don't have a key to unlock it or the strength even to get it open. You got to pray that prayer even though there's no reason you can think of why you should get that miracle. Walk doubting. Don't stop walking just because you're doubting in your head because just the fact that you're still walking shows God that there's faith in your heart. Show him your faith. On both occasions, Peter dared to leave the shallow. So I said, I'm far from the shallow now. I'm out here in the deep. And then he gives us two amazing statements. One for each of his experience with, experience with God in the deep end. These two statements are this. If it's you, and because you say so. If it's you, and because you say so. That ought to hit somebody. If it's you. And because you say so. When Peter had that big idea to walk with Jesus on the water. He said Lord. If it's you. And when he was asked to launch out into the deep. He said but because. You say so. This walk is deep. This walk is daring. This walk has me doubting. But if it's you. And because you say so. This doesn't sound like a good idea. I don't understand how we're going to do this. You see my bank account. You see my situation. You know what kind of person I am. But if it's you. And because you say so. This is crazy to me. This will take some stupid faith. I'm going to ask for big things. I'm going to pray bold prayers. I'm going to expect big. I'm going to believe big. I'm going to take some big bold steps to move toward what I can't even see if it's you. And because you say so. I'm far. <laughs> Sharon, you far from the shallow now. I'm out here now. Tell somebody, I'm out here now. I'm out here now. <laughs> I'm in deep water now. I'm in deep. I'm taking a walk with God. If it's you, and because you say so, I'm off the deep end. Watch as I dive in. I'll never meet the ground. Crash through the surface where the devil can't hurt us. We're far from the shallow now. Somebody say, I'm in deep. God is calling you to a deeper walk with him. God is calling you to lead others into this walk with him. God is calling you to be more than you ever thought you'd have been. And to do more 
than you ever thought you would have done. Lord, if it's you, I'm not going to dare to go. I'm not daring. I'm scary. And I'm not going to dare to be deep unless it's you. I'm not going to risk my comfort zone and my sure thing unless it's you. I'm not going to forego my common sense unless it's you. I'm not going to put myself out there unless it's you. Lord, if it's you, if it's you, I'll walk deep. I'll walk daring. I'll walk doubting. Because you say so. I'm going to give. Because you say so. I'm going to do this ministry. Agatha, because you say so. I'm going to submit to my husband. Because you say so. I'm going to love my wife. And I'm going to give myself up for her. Because you say so. I'm going to give up my favorite activities. Because you say so. I'll go back to school. I'll apply for this house. I'll go for this job. Because you say so. I'll join this community. I'll mentor this person. I'll open myself up and allow somebody else in my life. Because you say so. I'm going to give in to every nudge of the spirit that I've been fighting. Because you say so. God, I'm going to do it afraid. I'm going to do it when I don't understand. I'm going to stop living this shallow, superficial Christian life. Lord, if it's you, and because you say so, I'm out here now. Y'all, I'm in deep. I'm far from the shallow now. You call me out upon the water. The great unknown where feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery. And oceans deep, my faith will stand. And I will call upon your Keep my eyes above the waves. When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace. For I am yours. And you are Your grace abounds in deepest waters. Your sovereign hand will be my guide. Where feet may fail and fear surrounds me, you never fail and you won't stop now. So I will call upon your name and keep 
rise, my soul will rest in your embrace, for I am yours, and you are mine, oh. oh the words to the song go on to say, Where my trust is without borders, let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet would ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Spirit, trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. And my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Spirit, saved today if you've never accepted the Lord as your personal Savior in other words if you've never prayed the prayer that asked Jesus into your heart now is the time for you to do that wherever you're listening you're at home you're at work or if you're here right here in this sanctuary pray this prayer with me because the first step you need to take is to make sure that Jesus is in your heart he wants to take you on this journey and it gets deeper, but you first got to step in the water. You first got to come off the beach. You first got to get out of the boat. And so let's say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. Come into my heart and save me. And I'll live for you for the rest of my life. Thank you for saving me in Jesus name amen now if you prayed that prayer we believe that you've been born again if you pray that prayer we believe you are saved right now you're in relationship with Jesus Christ right now and you're beginning the, the best journey of your life sign up for the whole adventure it's already been paid for so you might as well enjoy the whole thing and if you need a church home we would love to be your church family I'd love to be your pastor. There's a book I'd like you to have called Salvation 101, Being Saved. And it'll explain to you how to start this walk with God. And so if you would put in the comment section, just put your name there and how we can get in touch with you. And someone is on right now that will answer you and make sure that we get you that book and we are accepting new members. Or you can go to newantioch-aliante.org. NewAntioch-Aliante.org 
and go to the connect button and put your information there. We'll get in touch with you. We'll join you with the community of, uh, in a Bible study. We have Bible studies all over the community where you can connect with people and begin to walk with God in this area in your life. It's a great walk. Come on deep. Come on out here in the deep. It's great out here in the water with God. Amen. You may be in the sanctuary right now. If you're here right now and you prayed that prayer and you we just like to know, we'd like to get you that book and get some information and see if maybe we're the church family for you. You don't have to come up here. Just uh, give us, just raise your hand and somebody will come to you. Anybody that's here right now that prayed that prayer today, that's interested in, in getting that book, interested in walking with God, anybody, or interested in being part of our church family, anyone? Amen. Amen. God bless you. I'm assuming everybody here already knows Jesus, and that's a good thing, except for y'all bring me some sinners in here so we can, uh, they can meet Jesus, change their life, and find their purpose. At this time, Pastor Renee is coming, and we want to pray for those. How many of you know that after hearing this word today, God is calling you to a deeper relationship? God is calling you deeper. Amen. We want to pray for you today. And there's some of you that God is calling you to do some things that sound crazy to you. You need God to help you walk doubting. There's some of you God is asking to do some deeper things, to come out there to trust him. And we want to pray for you that you have the boldness to get, get out through all that stuff that's in your head and have the boldness to move and to walk even if you have to walk doubting to walk deep walk daring and walk even if you're doubting amen come on pastor running amen amen so god wanted me to call a few people up here he wanted me to call you stephanie kiara ray or ray not ray sorry come here ray Come here, Faith. So there's things and words and activities and people that we come in contact with that stop us from going any further than where we think we can go. Sometimes we hinder ourselves with just our actions. Sometimes we hinder ourselves with just family. Sometimes we think we're just stuck for no particular reason. But this message today was just for you because sometimes your surroundings is not what God wants you. He's trying to get you out somewhere else and you're staying planted in a place because you're listening to your own voices. You're listening to what people used to say about you. And you don't want to do it again because it stopped you the last time. And God's trying to say, I need you to go deeper and trust me because I did it for you that time. I did it for you time again, and I'm going to do it for you again this time. But it's up to you to trust the voice of God. God has taken us on the walk this year where you can trust the voice of God. You hear God and don't even realize it. He's speaking to you even now. Sometimes that voice in your head gets bigger, but sometimes it's just God trying to speak to your heart. 
There's so much he wants to do for you. Not your brother, not your mother, not your sister. There's so much he wants to do just for you. He called you by name. And it's not incidental that you're just here today to hear this word because he called you. He called Ray. He knew your ups and downs. He knew what you go through. He knew your quirkiness. He knew everything about you. He knew how smart you would be. He knew everything about you, but he called you today. He said, Ray, I need you to go deeper. I need more of you to come out and shine because you're only going to be able to touch somebody that I'll never be able to touch. You're going to be able to speak a word that I'll never be able to speak to somebody else. And it'll be because of you they were saved. So we're going to pray this morning because I think it's a lot of us that just get stuck and we have no actions. Kiara, sometimes we get stuck and we just have no actions because we think we're just supposed to be stuck in a place and let everybody else do everything else. And God wants something more. So Keith, Sharonda, you okay? Okay, come pray with me. Come stand behind these people of God. God wants to do something else to you. And if I did call your name and you just know that you have no actions at all, like you know you can do more, you know you can be better, you know you can do something more, you know you should be doing it over here, but you just stand stuck because you're waiting for somebody to call your name or you're waiting for somebody to tell you to do it. Well, today God is saying, yes, you, you can do it. Yes, you, Miss Olivia, there's still stuff for you to do. Yes, you, yes, you, yes, Tisha, there's still more. Such a woman of God. Yes, but there's still more. There's so much more in you, Tisha. There's so much more. There's so much more in you. And God wants to do more in you. Yes, Amber, there's more. There's more. There's always more. Yes, Asia, there's more. Andrea, there's so much more. There's so much more, people of God. We're sitting here trying to get it on our own. And God said, there's so many other people out there that need your voice and your words. So there's so much more. There's so much more. So much more, Agatha. There's so much more. He didn't send you to police just because. He didn't send you back there just because. There's more. There's more. There's somebody that's waiting on you to save them and then to save their family and then to go and save their family. There's more. There's more people of God. God has strictly put us on a walk to go deeper, to go deeper, to go deeper, to go deeper. But you have to be willing to go deeper. You have to be willing to take off your limits. And God wants to take off every limit, every struggle, everything in your past that has stopped you. He wants to take it off of you today. In the name of Jesus. Have your way, God. Have your way. Have your way. Take me deeper. Take us deeper. Take us deeper in 
the name of Jesus. God, I'm willing to go deeper. I'm out here now. I'm out here now. I'm out here now. Give me the strength to do it. Give me the instruction to do it. Give me the know-how to do it. Hallelujah. God, I'll do it afraid. God, I'll do it not seeing. God, I'll do it even though I don't understand. God, I'll do it. I cancel the assignment of the enemy against the people of God, against the men and women of God. I rebuke every spirit of sabotage. We will not be sabotaged by the enemy. We will not be sabotaged by the enemy. We will do. I will pray bold prayers. I will expect big. I will do big things. I will, I will, I will. My soul says, yes, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. My answer is yes. My answer is yes. I don't always want to, but yes. I don't always see it, but yes. 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 Vincent, my answer is yes. Your answer is yes. However you do it, God. I'm ready. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'll go deeper. I'll go deeper. I don't have to understand it. I don't have to understand it, but I'll just make my next step. I'll just make my next step. Hallelujah. Glory to God. to be able to do so take the first step 
this this word pierced my heart. I'm like, Renee, you've just been safe in this safe place. You've just been safe. It's okay. Let everybody else do. But there's more for us to do. Praise God. Amen. God bless you this afternoon. As you can see, the Spirit of the Lord is in the house. So whenever you all are, are ready, we'll, we'll get it out there and be able to let God do what God needs to do for us. So God bless you. Thank you for being here today. Coaches, uh, we need your reports. I text all of you. Many of you ignored my text. Praise God. And so I need you right now. You have my phone number. Text me right now where you're sitting and where you are at home. How many times you saw your person in January? Do it now. How many times you saw your coach E or your mentee in January? Then I'll ask you in March to report on February. But how many times that you saw them in January? Tell me now if you haven't done that. Uh, please text me right now. Um, because we're going to hold you accountable for what you told God you were going to do. We have to make sure this gets done. Amen. So text me now. Let me know how many times you saw your person. I do have a person for you, uh, Brother Isaiah. And so we'll get you started uh, this month uh, with your person. We're having uh, ministers in training tonight. Uh, we were supposed to have it last week, but we had let you have your Valentine's Day with your boo or your friends or your family. So this week is MIT night tonight at 6 p.m. Don't forget your 2021 rally. Um, if there's anyone who wants to give right now, if you would like to give a donation, you're in the room and you'd like to give a donation, um, or to give your offering or your tithing uh, and didn't do it online, you can give in person. Uh, and so um, uh, if you need an envelope, if you raise your hand, they will bring you an envelope. If you want to give electronically, we can arrange for you to be able to do that as well. So if anybody wants to give electronically, if you raise your hand, we'll, we'll bring you um, the iPad. Or if you need an envelope. Are you saying something? Are you talking? <laughs> okay, you, are you adding? All right, add, put some hundreds in there. <laughs> Amen. All right, everyone has already given. Amen. So you can, if you do come to church, you can give in person. But we would rather it be electronic uh, to keep everybody safe. Amen. That's our service today. God really met us here. And we thank God for that. Uh, go ahead and put that other one up that had the, uh, let's see, number one is 30% there. Number two is 50%. We're getting there. Ooh, number seven, 10, and 11 have 100%. 21 and 22 have 100% of theirs in. Amen. And so we're getting there. We're getting there. Our rally goal is 35,000. And uh, we, we, you don't have your name, but you have your number just so we can kind of spawn each other and say, oh, look, people are beating me. So I see some folk are beating me, so I have to catch up. Amen. I gave a little bit more today, so... We're going to, we're getting up there. We're getting up there. So thank you those who are giving, especially God, real, bless them, bless them, bless them real good. Bless them real good. Now we need some more numbers up there. I would love for that 22 to be a 30 next week. All you have to do is text or call Pastor Sharonda and tell her which one of those. It doesn't matter. Not everybody there has given, has given the 2021. If you can't do that, uh, I dare you to try it though. I told you all my testimony. I just told God I wanted to give it. I didn't have it either. 
I, I didn't have it. I just needed him to give it to me. He said, if you give it to me, I'll give it to you. And that's what I did. And so just tell God you want to give it. Call him by faith and say, I don't see how I can give $2,021 before April, but by faith, put my name on there. I dare you. <laughs> walk deep, walk down deep. All right. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy wave this morning. Great to all of our uh, visitors, to our friends, our coaches. All the saints salute you, those that are listening on live stream. All of the saints here salute you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost to be with you all. Amen and amen. If you would please remain seated. Our, our uh, sanctuary attendants are going to come to get you out of here safely. Please do not congregate. I wish that I could greet you and hug you and love you, but here's some air hugs for all of you. Love to see you, miss you so much. And those of you that have come today, we want, we'd love to see you again. Uh, so when you go, please go directly to your cars. Go directly to your cars and let's stay safe. Amen. God bless you, man and woman of God. Miss Olivia, it's so good to see you. Look at God. Look at God. Look at God. Tell me prayer don't work. Look at God. Good to see you, woman of God. Take your time. Take your time. We'll wait for you. They can sit there until you get out of here. Good to see you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash a-l-i-a-n-t-e if you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry you can do so by texting new antioch to 77977 for aliante campus or for central campus that's new antioch central at 77977